Welcome to the I Am Awesome podcast, where we celebrate the extraordinary nature of being human. In Psalm 139, 14, it is written that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and it is time to truly understand the depth of that truth. Throughout our lives, we often forget our inherent awesomeness and amazing potential. But let's reclaim our birthright, for we are not accidents. We are carefully knit together in the womb, each of us made with a purpose. Life circumstances, whether it's trauma, upbringing, health challenges, or loss, may have caused us to doubt ourselves, but no longer. Join me along with my co-hosts as we embark on a journey to rediscover our true awesomeness. Together, we'll explore the depths of our potential, guided by the latest research, insights from experts, and inspiring stories of ordinary individuals who have achieved extraordinary results. In each episode, you can expect actionable insights and practical advice that you can implement immediately. We'll delve into topics such as personal growth, self-care, mindset, relationships, and much, much more. No matter where you are in your journey, this podcast will provide the tools and inspiration you need to step into your full potential. Are you ready to reclaim your birthright? Are you ready to stand confidently in your most awesome and amazing state of being? Then join us on the I Am Awesome podcast and together create the ultimate awesome human experience. Welcome back to another episode of the I Am Awesome podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm excited about the opportunity we have to talk about today's subject. I'm so excited that I have the sidekicks with me again today. This And this is going to be exciting. How you ladies doing? Good. Great. Yeah, good. Happy Friday, you guys. Oh, yeah. I guess you're not listening to this on Friday, are you? <laughs> Happy day. Happy day. Whatever day it is. <laughs> All right. So Sandy, what's your awesome thing for the week? My awesome thing for the week is just so simple. I, I'm just enjoying like the simple things in life right now. And as simple as it is, um, our pastor uh, got his PhD and graduated. And as a church, we came together and we watched the Zoom and we were so happy that he was right in the beginning and we didn't have to watch the whole three hours of the graduation. Uh, but it was just- like I said, super simple to get together with, you know, family, like-minded family, Christ-like family. And um, it was, like I said, just super simple. That's my awesomeness <laughs> so <it>. far. <laughs> awesome. How about you, Melissa? Uh, yeah, mine is something that I've been thinking about all week, but trying to figure out what makes it awesome. I um, We talked about fitness before. So fitness has been something in my life my entire life. But the last couple of years have been quite hard. So fitness has become not at the top of the list. And so now I'm back on getting into my fitness journey. And so for me, I am a little bit like you, Eric, I'm either all in or I'm like all out. So when I go all in, it's like, that's what I just focus on. And so I get up really early in the morning because I If I don't do it in the morning, I'm not going to do it at all. So I know for me, I do it in the morning when I wake up. But lately, or I would just say probably the last few weeks, there are just many days where I am really struggling to get up in the morning to get that workout in. And then I'm really, really hard on myself for it. And so being not hard on myself is just something I have a really hard time with. I'm my worst enemy because I'm very hard on myself. So I've this whole week, I've just sort of been thinking, you know, it's okay that you don't 
get up every single day and do this really intense workout. It's it's totally okay. So I'm trying to justify how is that okay? And this morning in my devotional that I'm reading, this is what it says. It says the human body is wonderfully crafted, but gravity and the inevitable effects of aging weigh it down. Even the most superb athlete cannot maintain his fitness over many decades. Lasting abundant life can be found in me alone. Do not be anxious about the weakness of your body. Instead, view it as the prelude to my infusing energy into your being. And mm. then the Bible verse was the um, Psalm 139, 14. No way. That was sure. my, yeah, in my book, in my devotional book. So I was just oh. like, okay, it's, it's okay that you're not one of those people who gets up and does all the things every morning and is all perfect before you start your day. Uh, however mm. you do it is a hundred percent. Okay. And you're awesome for just making any sort of effort at all. So that was kind of my awesome moment of the week. That's wonderful. Mm, that's I love awesome. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, the movement thing is, is important, you know, and, and I keep telling people just walk, man, like mm -hmm. start there. If you're just like, I don't like fitness and even the word triggers you, that's fine. Change it to movement. I've even gone now with what you're saying, like, I'm trying to just do movement, but I'm, I'm lessening the amount of days and, and just taking it easier because I feel like sometimes the stress of the heavy duty workouts so ongoing can really counter be counterproductive to, to some degree. So I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm finding less is more in a little bit. And then if I can do like three days of push pulls and lifts, that kind of stuff. And then the other days just go out and hike or walk and enjoy life, play out the, on the grass, all the things, you know, like it just, it's more of a nice, well-rounded, joyful way to move my body and have less stress on it. And the joints, uh, thank me as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, I hate exercise and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started with stretching. Stretching is my start. That's Dude. it. <laughs> well, I, I watched this guy's video and, and it was just on a TikTok. I was scrolling through and he, and he showed like, if you can't, you know, like get down on the ground and stand up without using your hands, like that's a big freaking deal for your health. And I'm like, okay, yeah. guilty. Got to work on the stretch. So I'm Ooh, with you there. That's a yeah. huge one. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't realize how much that spoke volumes to like your comorbidities as they say it i'm like yeah. whoa okay mm -hmm. anyway um so my awesome thing for the week is a couple of things uh the first one being we uh, launched the one-on-one -on -one conversations with awesome and amazing human beings and the first one went off really well and a lot of great feedback on it it was a lot of fun to do uh lots of learning for me as i'm you know getting used to this whole podcasting stuff and and it's just been a joy honestly even though it's been a struggle or tough it's like when you know you want to do it and you're loving it, it it doesn't really burden you it's just okay i gotta figure it out that's cool we'll figure it out i'm, I'm not quitting until i do so uh, a lot of fun there and i had another great conversation yesterday with uh the um, another gal that's going to be uh dropped next week so every other week we're dropping them on wednesday mornings just so you're aware of the timing on those and we'll see where it goes from there. If it grains popularity and, and people are begging for more, and then maybe we'll do it weekly as well. In addition to the show. And we'll kind of just, we're just kind of feeling it out. Really. You guys, uh, you know, any feedback you can give is going to be, you know, used to help further the show in, in a direction that serves you. That's really the main goal here. This isn't for us. We want to, you know, impart 
things we're thinking about, things we're learning and things we have learned to help you become more of awesome human being. You know what I mean? And I uh, had a really cool opportunity to meet with a guy who's a really like a computer scientist and he's a real thoughtful guy and he's really smart. And I was doing an IV for him and he just kind of was giving me some great feedback on just algorithms and how they work and just in general and what, you know, things are being looked at and he was just really mindful of be congruent with what your messaging is and what you're putting out and kind of collect those a little bit better but the big thing he said like dude don't even stress about it till 100 episodes is dropped just roll just keep going and then it will tell you and and so will the people and i'm like this is great feedback man i and i and i had just prior to that read um or a guy was on a podcast i was listening to and he mentioned you know, in the beginning, when he was learning to be a writer and wanted to have that as his goal, he said, just ignore the outcome and put output. And it was like, oh, those two just married up perfectly when he said that. I'm like, you're right. It's all about the output right now. In time, the quality, the content, all of it will start to take shape as it as the volumes out there. And, and you'll just take that feedback and make it better. But like he said, you right now, don't worry about it, but you don't want to be ignoring it at some point in time it's going to be more important in time so just be mindful of it. i'm like thank you that's really awesome like he didn't have to give me that but it was just so cool and and then he just said he goes he goes i bet you're really good on the mic and i'm like really what makes you say that And he goes i just can tell by the way you articulate things and the way your voice sounds mm -hmm. i think you're probably pretty good i'm like i appreciate that and i've been told that so it's awesome i appreciate it so it was just really neat you know to have yeah. Uh, a guy doesn't even heard the podcast and yet he's giving me great value for it. You know, like it's just, it's just wonderful. And, and so I'm just so grateful for that. Mm, that's good. He's right. Yeah. You have a great podcast voice. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, it's good. Cause if it didn't, it would be really ugly. I'm suppose. <laughs> oh no, there's that guy on the voice again. Oh, we got to probably put it at the highest speed you can and sound like chipmunks real quick and get it over with. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so I want to encourage you, the listener, if you have an awesome thing of the week, you can email us at viaapodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com, or you can go on, uh, if you're on Spotify, they have a really cool voice recording option and you can always ask questions there and add value to the show. And, you know, we will definitely read them, hear them all and, and likely put some of them on the show as well, because again, this is for you. All right. So subject for today is supplementation. I want to talk about a few uh, just high level things, thoughts that I have. I know the girls will have some great input on this too, from their experiences. I wanted to kind of clarify on the supplements. I think at one point I viewed them differently than I do now. And my initial view on it was, it was to kind of bridge gaps, kind of tie you over a little bit until the food quality, or you got things better with your health or th that kind of stuff. And honestly, I think it's shifted more now and realizing I've heard a really good definition of it now that I like more, and that is uh, fulfilling nutritional gaps. And unfortunately, I think the way the food supply chain is, the way the ground is being mistreated, all the things that were in such a hundred miles an hour to quickly produce products and crops and the things and just every and the chemicals that get added and the spraying and you, you know where I'm going with all this, like it's starting to be a trouble and a problem to actually be able to get quality food that's going to nourish the body proper. It's getting harder. It's getting more expensive, sadly. And, and I just, it, I think now 
we have to be more strategic in our approach with the supplementation. And then in addition to that, I, I tell this to people all the time, the industry has been bastardized just like any other industry, like the, you know, that you can think of where someone can come in and just start taking advantage of it from, and I'm not an anti-capitalist by no means. Like I, I love that. I want, I support it big time, but any, when you start to have money involved, people start to do some weird stuff and some horrible things and it, it can hurt you. So the one thing I know is a quality is really of concern. Number two, it goes by weight. So they can, what they call, there's a term in the industry called fairy dusting. So if, X is what you're trying to take. They might sprinkle a little bit in there and put all this other crap in there and you'd never know it. And you're not getting what you think you're getting and you might actually be hurting your body. And I remember a while, uh, probably back when I, 10, 12 years ago, when I first really got serious about a lot of this, I had a friend who had a friend. It sounds like this telephone game now all of a sudden, but <laughs> <laughs> he, he told me about, he ended up in the hospital with, I think, liver toxicity and possibly kidney failure or something really bad. But he was very jaundiced and the dude was just supplementing like crazy, like overdoing it. So there is that end of the spectrum where you can get too much into it. And, and again, I think, I don't know the story to know if the quality was, you know, cared for or whatever. I have no idea. He was a bot. He was working out and, and really crazy about his health and just went out nuts, but it ended up hurting him. So these are powerful things. They are very serious in that way too. And so, you know, as I've learned now, and I think Melissa probably even knows more about this aspect of it, but like really getting that third party testing and certifications from the people that are, you know, guaranteeing what's in it. And I all, and, and, and there's no regulation by the FDA in any of this. It's all do your thing and nobody regulates it. And I wouldn't trust the FDA to regulate it anyway. So I don't really want them to be involved, to be honest. But right. I do like when a company is willing to take their supplement and say, I guarantee you're getting what's in it. And I'm going to third party test it and prove it to you. And I don't know if the third party testing is always testing for what we know is heavy metals are a big one. And then other toxins and molds and other things that can be in the supplements that can harm, harm you. Of course, I know that some of them do that testing religiously. And in some cases they'll do it when the raw materials come in. And once the product's finalized and going back out, they're, re, they're retesting as well. So there's all really, uh, you know, there's really good companies out there. I don't know how many they are. I feel like they're more rare than they are in the abundance side of it, unfortunately. And then I think the final thing I would say by way of introduction on this is if you find you know, reputable companies, or if you find, I would say, find people you you've watched maybe online now, because we have that luxury or seen the history on where, you know, the companies are getting their goods from. And, and you just see that the results are showing up. People are raving about it. You're getting the five-star reviews that aren't all their sisters and brothers and family members, you know, jacking up the, the algorithm, but it's really legit, right? That that's a good start, uh, in my opinion, to look at it. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I, my thoughts on it from a, you know, 30,000 foot view from my experience. Yeah, I am in agreement with you. I think transparency in a company is very important. And if a company is willing to be transparent in how they make their products, how they test their products, then you know you are looking at a company that actually cares and is going to give you a higher quality product. And um, I get asked about products all the time and 
when I, that is one thing I go and I look at their product and I look, do they have uh, third-party testing? Are they transparent with exactly what it, the ingredients are in their product? Because there's a lot of products out there. You can't even see the label unless you actually go buy it. So um, that is one of the things I will tell people you know, I'm sorry, I don't like that one or something because I don't see that they have any third party testing. I can't even get a list of their entire ingredients on that website because they're not showing it. And um, if that's the case, then that is just a company that I would just not even bother with. I would just walk away from. Nice. And I know we were talking prior to coming on here and you were talking about a lot of people reaching out to you. Um, what kind of basic advice are you offering in helping them with what are what are some of the maybe key things you're sharing with them to help them on their journey um you it, when i get questions about supplements it's usually either they are asking about a specific supplement because maybe somebody's recommended it to them or they've heard about it online and they just would like another opinion um or they're asking me for advice on, hey, I'm struggling with my sleep right now. What should I take? Or I'm having so much anxiety. What should I take? Or I, I really want to help support my liver. What should I take? So I get a lot of those kinds of questions. Um, and so then depending on the situation, because it just really depends if I know this person or not, I will give out that kind of advice or I will give a recommendation. Hey, I really love this supplement. I've seen it work for these people or I've seen it work, whatever the reason is. And so I'll recommend. But I am finding that there are a lot of people when I do that, they come back to me and they're saying, oh, but I don't like that ingredient in that product and they want something different so i am finding that happening quite often and this is where i say just like what you were saying if you're if the company is very transparent um what is it in that supplement what is that specific ingredient that you don't like and why and versus the entire product so you know capsules most all capsules are going to be made with some sort of a coating you can take a capsule and open it and take the contents out if you don't want the capsule um, that is okay uh, some capsule so it just it's really about more about the company what is the company actually portraying out there are they really really transparent that is just a really huge uh, thing for me as far as what i would recommend for somebody to take yeah. Hope that makes sense. Absolutely. What kind of um, feedback are you getting when you let them, like, ask them about that ingredient? Do they have research that they bring back to you, or do you, or is it ghosted? Does it, do they say anything at all? Uh, no, usually it's just, oh, I've heard that that, I've heard such and such is not good for you. So I just don't take it. I don't want to supplement with that. I have had a couple people say, uh, you know, whatever it is causes me to have stomach issues. Like it, it upsets okay. my stomach or something. Fair enough. Um, so I've had that before, but most of the time it's just, I just don't want that ingredient. <laughs> you know what they say, whoever they are say that you shouldn't take that ingredient. Okay. Well, and you know, I think something that we should kind of tackle with this is, in light of what I kind of brought out in the beginning with the food sources being so challenging, 
I think we need to, the perfection thing we we talk about often is what kind of infuses itself in. And I, <laughs> I've been involved with plenty of network marketing companies, mostly in supplements or some kind of product. And it just, I, I actually had my memory come up from Shakeology, which is a, a, a really cool shake from uh, Beachbody is what it used to be. Now it's Body uh, is their new brand. But I remember having this logo where it showed like it was a, a black bun burger from Burger King. And it, it, and the funny meme on it was like, don't cry at me about or, you know, talk to me about what's in Shakeology if you're going to go through the drive through and get this thing. Like, that's what I think it was just a good visual of what are we what are we really doing here? If and then I saw somebody post the other day the shit the the pumpkin spice latte from uh Starbucks. Mm. And and they listed out like they it's like they cut the cup in half and then they layer through all these different ingredients and crazy things that are in it. And you're like, and my wife pointed out, she's like, people aren't going there because they're like, oh, I like what's in it, or I might like what's in it, or I'm concerned about what's in it. They just love the flavor of it and they're getting it and they're on their way. It's very simple. And I and she's right, I get it. But there's people that want to throw that in and go, well, I don't know if I should take, you know, this uh, vitamin D because, and yet they're, they'll go do that. And I, I, I don't understand the psychology in it. And, and people get so weird about like, they want all this stuff and this list of ingredients and different things. And I'm like, man, but you, you aren't doing that with everything else you're putting in your body. Potentially there might be the outliers that are and high five to you when, if you are, it's not me, I have a special needs daughter. I have a life that's very busy. I do the best I can and I forget the rest and let the rest go. I, I, that's all I can do. And I think that's more the middle ground that we need to try and arrive at and realize like, if I'm going to treat this evaluation of these supplements, this hardcore, then I would encourage you to take the same microscope or magnifier to everything else you're doing, because maybe you can eliminate the need for some of those supplements. If you correct those other areas where you're allowing the compromise to take place. You know, and I think that's the other part that needs to be understood is like when people call, I, I, you, you know, this better than I do, the MTHFR gene, like mm -hmm. you can have anxiety and depression and all these like ADHD symptoms, all these things. And if it was something you had all of your life, you might have that gene and that's what the problem is. And it has nothing to do with needing medications or being put on things. You need to go correct that, that gap with some supplementation that there is available to help you, but find out if you have that gene. And at last I knew about 40% of the country or 45% of the people in the country or world, probably, I guess, human beings on the planet could have that. So it's a pretty high percentage. So I guess root cause is what I'm driving at. Go figure out like if your guts messed up, well, <laughs> you know, you're not going to absorb anything you throw down there for the most part then. You know, how's your insulin levels running? You know, how, how are you doing on those things that balance the hormones that if you don't are out of whack. So again, you're just going to go sprinkle a bunch of stuff on there and may not work because the core things are being ignored. Right. And, and I get it. We've talked about it before. It's easier to just go buy the pills than it is to deal with the ills. Right. I mean, it's just, and there's no one pill that fixes all ills. Okay. Let's go with that too. Like while we're on it. And so, yeah, I just, I, I, I hope that helps you cause it's helped me. And I, and again, I'm coming from someone who had that mindset and it's been a progression and realizing like, I got to let the perfection side of it go and I've got to deal with core issues. And the other thing I was going to say, uh, to close out the loop on this for me is 
if you look at, and it kind of depends because I know like vitamin, I think it was vitamin, um, uh, calcium rather. I think calcium has like a 30 to 40% oral uptake percentage wise when you take it. But on average, I'm looking at all of the, what, you know, a lot of the articles are reading, you're maybe absorbing 10 to 20% of what you're putting in. And that's probably on a good functioning gut. I would say if it's less and it's worse, well, you're, you're just, you know, it's expensive, you know, poo poo. Okay. I'm just saying, or, or urination, <laughs> you're urinate, you're peeing out the, the goods because a lot of them are water soluble. So if you can't absorb them, you're, 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 you're wasting your money. So I think evaluating your situation and figuring that out is important. And I also, you know, being an IV guy, obviously you get a hundred percent IV. The second thing would be IM and sub Q, which is putting it into the little fat areas on your body. So when you can in that progression and then oral would, I think skin could be too, if there's the right mechanisms. And then there's also um, sublingual where you put it under your tongue and it absorbs through that way faster. Any way you can avoid the digestive process, you're going to win. So, and I know people are deficient in vitamin D typically and B12 is a big one um, and uh, magnesium. So there's your core three that I would say for sure be focused on. And you might want to look even at like digestive enzymes and something to help like in increase the acid production in your gut to really help break things down. Like to me, those are like the, the handful of ones that come to mind really quickly. That would be really helpful. Absolutely. So as someone who doesn't really know much about supplementation, except for what I read, and I try to, I try to be a research junkie with all that stuff too, but um, I come across a lot of people that tell me, oh, I just take my multivitamin and, 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 and I think about it using my common sense that, you know, like there's so many things in that multivitamin that you may or may not need or you might need more of. And so what are your thoughts on multivitamins? Oh, I, I like multivitamins. I, I don't know that you need them every single day for that mm. same reason, because mm -hmm. some of them are very overloaded with a lot of things and you may not need all of that. Um, like for example, somebody who does have MTHFR an, an MTHFR issue, you take a multivitamin that's filled with a bunch of B vitamins and you end up having worse anxiety because your body does not know how to break down those B vitamins correctly. So um, I think multivitamins are great. I definitely think everybody should probably have a bottle in their house for occasions when you mm -hmm. know you're not eating well, you went on vacation and you didn't eat well. Um, you're not feeling well, like everybody in the house is sick and you just know you need a little extra support, but yeah, not something that I think that you need to take on a daily basis. Mm, okay. that, makes that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Totally. And, um, what kind of, uh, what are your core, like non-negotiables potentially for any kind of supplementation that you're doing, Melissa? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's so hard because depending on what is going on, those root causes and what you actually need to do, that's different. But just in general, on just general daily basis, I mean, I think everybody probably needs a probiotic. Um, mm. We gut issues are just 
so huge. Everybody has gut issues and you could work on your gut and be great for a long time and something happens and then your gut gets messed up again. You got to refix the gut again. So probiotics are really important, I think. Um, the B vitamin, like Eric was saying, you want, I think for everybody, you, you want, um, um, you want a B vitamin that can help you with like a fermented B vitamin. That's what I'm trying to say. So you want something that is going to actually help your body be able to break it down, um, easier. So you do not get that anxiety, which actually helps to, with the MTHFR, it actually helps your body kind of reverse that. So you don't have that become an issue for you anymore. And I think with as much stress as almost everybody is under these days, you burn through those B vitamins. So yeah. whether it is mental stress or physical stress, you are just burning through them. And yes, you can get them in your meat, but a lot of people do not eat enough meat uh, throughout the day. So I think a, you know, um, a B vitamin that is fermented is really important. Um, that one would be my next one. I think magnesium for sure. Everybody yeah. needs magnesium. Yeah. You know, it's so responsible for so many things in our system. It's amazing. Yeah. So many things, but one of the main things that we all have to do every day is poop. And a lot of people just don't. Yeah. And that is such a huge aspect of your health in general. If you are not getting those toxins out of your body, they are going to reabsorb. If you are mm. not getting those excess hormones out of your body, your body is just going to keep producing more and then you're going to end up having those imbalances. So that is huge. And magnesium, even though it's good for so many other things, that is one of the best things for magnesium is that at least it can help you go every single day. So I love magnesium. And I, another one that I absolutely love, I think everybody should take is BCATP. That one's from Cellcor. That one is strictly for your mitochondrial health, which mm. is helps with energy. It helps to push any toxins in your cells out so your body can detox them and replaces them with more energy. So it helps with brain fog and it helps. I just love that product and I just feel like everybody should take that. So probiotic, B vitamin, BCATP, magnesium. Those are just kind of the basic dailies, I think. Right on. That people need. And hydration. Absolutely. I know it's not necessarily a supplement, but I think there's some hacking of the water that needs to take place. Um, I just, I, it was crazy. I, I forgot I had the uh, hydrogen H2 uh, tablets to put the effervescence in your water and H2 going into the body is super huge. It tastes a little bit like uh, peroxide in your water real quick, but it, it gets into the cellular level and does some pretty amazing things. I'm, I'm new to it, so I don't have a lot of explanation. You can email us and we'd be happy to get some resources to you because uh, I, I, I know it, this is overwhelming. That, mm -hmm. that would be my first thought. If you're coming in, like when someone, it can almost trigger you into like, oh, Oh, supplements. I don't even know. There's so many. I don't even know if I, and then I start on this one and then I hear about that one. And this influencer said that one, they're selling this one. They're offering that and their promises. Uh, I don't know. I don't want a supplement at all. I'm just going to go to Starbucks and get me a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> you know, like it's just, I get it. I freaking get it. I don't want to leave you hanging without any thoughts on where we, you know, what we can brands wise, where you can get them, what you should get links if you need them, all those things. So we'll definitely work on that for you. 
uh, to have those available. Do you have anything else, <laughs> Melissa, you want to add? Um, yeah, actually, I think something I forgot is minerals. I think minerals mm. are so important because, yes. oh man, why can't I think of his name right now? The the guy who has said um, a lot of disease stems from a mineral deficiency. Oh man, why can't I think of his mm. name at the moment? Dr. Um, Berg? No. Oh gosh. Why can't Dr. I think X? No. <laughs> I don't think John Wells. I don't think this guy's alive anymore. It's oh, it's, okay. an old, it's an old it's an old guy. Not so young. <laughs> but I can't remember who it is. So well, I can anyway. tell you one guy that I like, Sean Wells at SeanWells.com. Yeah. He is the master formulator. He is brilliant. He's amazing. He's awesome. I I go to him and I use Doctor Axe, Doctor D R A X E dot com. I mean, you can you can search within his site. There's probably an article or multiple articles on anything you want to know in, in the supplement world. He does an amazing job. Dr. Mercola, he's another good resource, too. So those are some of the go to's for me when I'm wondering, other than asking Melissa. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, uh, the other one I was going to look up really fast. I've got it here. Um, he uh, Sean pointed out and i and i've not looked into this company but there's some really cool stuff it's um the company is healthgev.com and it's healthgevity and they've got a whole line of some really cool stuff and he was big time promoting it um because he's got a lot of pro a lot of formulations he's assisted with in the in what they're doing and what's cool about sean by the way he, he's a really good one because He's only got a couple of patented products that he's created, but people use them in their products they create. And he doesn't have any real skin in the game. Like he helps, he gets hired to formulate for people, but he doesn't have like, oh, go order this one. I recommend it because I'm going to get a cut for you ordering that. He doesn't, mm -hmm. he's so he's very, very neutral in it in a lot of ways, which I really appreciate because again, capitalism gets people greedy. And they'll start recommending things that just because it greases their lines, their pockets and fills their cup for, you know, finances, if you will. So that's always nice to look at, too, as as you're evaluating, you know, people and who they're recommending and why they might be recommending it. So. OK, I remember it's Dr. <laughs> Linus Pauling. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard that name. He is. Yeah. He's not alive. You are correct. Yeah, he 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 always quotes that. um you can trace every sickness, every disease, every element to a mineral deficiency. So a very simple thing you can do is just by putting some pink salt in your water to get your minerals. Um, there are plenty of mineral supplements out there that you can take, but something very, very simple. It's just a little pink salt. And that yep. is definitely something you should do every single day. And if you want to be cool like me, you'll get element. And there's a link in the show notes for it. It's uh it's really good. Um, it's zero sugar, but it's got a good flavor to it. And it has the, um, the sodium that you need. It has the potassium and it has the magnesium in it. And my wife swears by it because she couldn't living here in the desert. She couldn't find any way to just quench that thirst. And she started drinking that and just it's changed the game. So I would highly encourage you to take a look at it. Again, the link's in the show notes. Go check it out. It's been a game changer. And I've been recommending it to everybody now when I'm IVing them up because they're always asking, like, 
about hydration. And, and, and I always say it's not a belly full of liquid you're looking for. It's, it's what Melissa just said. It's the hydration at the cellular level and the minerals are huge. And you can get more trace minerals obviously added to it than just the element, but element's a good place to start and, mm -hmm. and make sure you're hydrated and then, you know, add the further minerals onto it. Um, it's huge. I've just recently started with uh, putting the salt in my water. And uh, when I tell people that, Ooh, what? I, it doesn't taste that bad, but I did uh, seek a source that I trust as well too. Cause it's not like, right. Melissa, we just can't put table salt in our water, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, and even some of these pink, you know, Himalayan salts, you don't, I don't know. I don't know about that, but I did go to a company called Redmond, Redmond salt really, Good. really like them. They're mined out of Utah. So here in the U S and, and their quality yeah. stuff. So that's a secondary source, I guess, next to element that we could yeah. probably link up in there as well. Well, they have a really cute little travel, container too yes. you can throw it in yeah. on your body and have it with you which is super yeah. cool so that's smart yeah. so i want to close things out with um a email i got from a company called paleo value which by the way they're they're really good um i take their uh, organ meats uh supplement every day now and because we just don't get them in our in our foods and you know i'm i grew up in that era where it's probably just in my head it's gross and i won't eat heart and i won't eat liver and kidneys and all the things that they used to do back in the day when they were really healthy so this is a great way to do it um and so they sent an email and i thought gosh this is a really cool like way to kind of evaluate a little bit um in supplementations in general but this one's talking about vitamin c and i thought it was really helpful you know, like what type of vitamin C is it is what you want to ask, because it talks about, you know, for one, and this is the other thing, supplements don't always work when they're just isolated by themselves. They need a lot of cofactors to make them get into the system. And so vitamin C can be that way. Like I see where the rose hips are being added and various things like that. So um, the one thing that they mentioned on on it was ascorbic acid. You know, there's a synthetic that it gets infused a lot of times and it's not good for you at all. You won't absorb it and it's actually could harm you. So that would be uh, important. You know, they did a British study that real revealed a 500 milligram dose of synthetic vitamin C damaged genes due to its pro-oxidant effects, meaning it increased free radical production. So if you don't know, vitamin C is an antiviral, anti-infective, but it also is an antioxidant. And what I learned uh, with the IV world people do this as a supplement or a adjunct therapy to their, you know, chemotherapies and cancer treatments. And that is they do high dose vitamin C in the, in the IV. So like, I think the max you can do orally is like 2000 milligrams or something per day. I mean, if you're sick and, and you're fighting, you can take more throughout the day. The worst that's going to happen, you'll have diarrhea, but that that's how, you know, when you've hit your ceiling, like, okay, I've got too much I need to back off whatever that milligram looks like for your body. Cause you could be fighting stuff. You don't even know potentially. Right. So that's one measure, but the high dose vitamin C actually, once it goes in through the vein, it actually turns into like basically peroxide in your system and it, your healthy cells know how to protect from damage from that. So it actually goes in and wipes out all the nefarious stuff that's in your system and helps you heal that way. So it's pretty powerful. It does it, mm -hmm. it, orally, it's an antioxidant. And then in the veins, it becomes a basically prox, not uh, uh, a peroxide, if you will. And that's the two differences. So that's pretty powerful. Um, and then 
in this one with vitamin C, and I tell the people all the time, the biggest one I hear so much is people are taking this high, uh, what enter, uh, emergency supplement. It is the worst thing you could be doing because they're lying to you. There's so much sugar in it. And that's the thing with vitamin C specifically in these gummies and liquid forms and all the things, the sugar competes for the vitamin C. So our body's going to take the sugar first and then vitamin C kind of just sits outside and goes, man, I'd love to come in and hang out, but, uh, yeah, I'm water soluble. See you later. Bye. So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't work. So you're, you're, you're getting the sugar, but you're not getting any benefit of the vitamin C. Mm. And again, I'm bringing, I'm talking through this a little bit. So you're seeing like, it's not as simple as you think to just call up and go, Hey, what pill you recommend? Like there's some factors that you have to think about, you know, and there's science involved in how it works. Right. So I'm um, that, that, that's again. And then we kind of touched on a little bit and does it contain like gluten, corn, et cetera, what kind of fillers, what, what stuff's in it? You know, the more clean it is, the better it is. And I don't think price always is a good way to measure it either, by the way, to thinking about that, because and again, it's weight, but people can charge what they want to charge. So just because it's highly expensive doesn't mean, it, oh, it might be the best quality. So they're charging me more. Mm, I'd rethink that a little bit too. It might be true in general, but it's not true all the way through. And then obviously potency. Um, and I think the one thing that I've learned with, and this is why I go to like Dr. Axe or Dr. Mercola or other resources, the people that are smart and I trust and they, they deal with supplements a lot and they've done countless articles or talks on it or whatever the case might be, is that the RDA is so low in its recommendations that it's hardly effective. Like I remember my dad was taking um, ibuprofen. And we got talking. I'm like, you should just take uh, turmeric. And then the curcumin in it is amazing. And, and then I said, you know, don't. And I went and looked up. I think it was Dr. Axe for, for um, his site. And I was like, I wonder what he recommends how much you take of the turmeric. And I swear it was a fraction of what the RDA was recommending was a fraction of what he suggested. Because he was like, it's the worst case. You might get a little upset tummy but it's not going to hurt anybody or you know and so just back off a little bit but you can take a really high dose and he's he came back to me a few weeks later and was like dude it's amazing how great i feel thank you you know i would never have thought to take that much because the recommendation on the bottle was like a spit in the cup you know it's kind of like a grain of sand on the beach it was like just so not going to matter and that's the problem too so it's important that you you know know those in that information, but also check with your providers, whoever your care, you know, caregiver is for your stuff. You know, I would certainly recommend talking with them too. And, you know, uh, the last thing I would say is I just really started realizing metabolic syndrome is a big, big, big deal. And that's a huge thing right now that is really affecting most people's health. And so I think a good litmus test for your provider is to ask them what they know about it and what they're doing about it to help people. And if they don't have a clue, move on. Um, I just, again, just this week kind of got wind of that idea. And I'm like, that's a really good litmus test for my provider to like, how much do they know about it and how, cause that, that taking care of that issue could really, you, if you work on it right, a lot of other things are going to get improved with your health overall. Because this is all about the metabolic stuff. This is all about your food. This is all about your drink. This is all about your environment, you know, all of it. And it affects, you know, getting the diabetes. It affects the heart, uh, you know, the, the um, cholesterol and 
the abdominal fat and energy levels, all that stuff is, is a part of, you know, the metabolic syndrome stuff. And then it leads to cancers and other horrible things. So anyway, I hope that was helpful. Um, any closing thoughts from you guys after going through that? Nope. I think you summed it up well. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Hey there, you awesome, amazing human. Before you go, did you love this episode of the I'm Awesome Podcast? Great. Head over to iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to us on and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. We read every single one of your reviews. Thank you. And to connect further with us, please be sure to head over to our Facebook page. Until next time, go and be what you know you already are. Awesome.